I don't know about you, but one year ago, heading into 2020, I had a lot of plans. I mean, 2020 was supposed to be the year that 99 emerged as a church after remaining hidden for two years and just growing together as a covenant community. We're finally going to announce our birth as a church. We're going to have this big party, invite all of our friends, have this big celebration where we're announcing to San Francisco we have finally arrived You know, 2020 was supposed to be the year that we were going to establish some exciting and new things at 99, new teams, new ministries, new leaders. You know, personally, 2020 was supposed to be the year that Krista and I were going to travel. We wanted to go to many different places here in the States, but our big trip that we had planned a year in advance, we were supposed to go to Japan and Korea, a dream country that we always wanted to go to in Korea, which we haven't been to in over five years. But of course, as 2020 progressed, All of our plans flew out the window. And, you know, even heading into 2021, one of the plans that I had set in my heart was that I'm going to start running consistently again. And so I had it mapped out. I'm going to run this many times a week. I'm going to do this and do that. I had all of these plans set. And then last Monday, right before 2020 ended, as if nothing else could happen to me as bad as what 2020 was, I was getting out of the shower one morning And as I was putting on my boxers, I bent over and I felt something pull in my back. And it was just a jolt of pain going throughout my entire body. I fell to the floor. TMI, I was buck naked, completely alone on the floor, the cold, hard floor. And I couldn't get up. My back was throbbing. It was aching and in pain. And so I called Krista over and we're trying to figure out what to do. But I was stuck there. I could not get up off of the floor. And so I was there for maybe about three and a half hours. Just complete. I was shivering because I was so cold. I was naked on that floor. If you ever come to our house, don't go to that bathroom anymore. It's defiled. Um, but I was just a complete wreck. After four hours, Krista actually rolled me onto a blanket and dragged me from the bathroom all the way to our bedroom. And then we spent the next five hours trying to figure out a way for me to get back up. And after nine hours, after pulling my back Monday morning, I finally was able to get up and get into the bed. And so during the week, I've been on this healing journey, but my plans for running were disrupted. They were completely annihilated after I injured my back. And maybe you had plans for 2020. Maybe you had plans for even approaching this year. Maybe 2020 was going to be the year your business took off or 2020 was going to be the year that you fell in love and, and got married or 2020 was going to be the year that, you know, you got that six pack and got your health in order. But here's the thing about plans. Plans always change. And if 2020 taught us anything, it's that we can't stake our hope in our plans. Because plans are an unreliable foundation for our lives. And maybe the thing that I feel like God is calling us to pay attention to this morning is that maybe more important than the plans that we make for the year are the priorities we set in our hearts. Maybe more important than the plans that we have for 2021 are the priorities that we set inside our inner man and our inner woman. What are the things that we're setting our hearts upon? What are the things that we want our hearts to pursue? Because everything that we do, everything that we're about, 
everything that, that flows out of us comes from what we set our hearts upon. You know, this week, I couldn't do much, so we were watching a lot of MasterChef. And one thing that I loved watching in MasterChef is not the amateur home cooks. It's actually when Gordon, you know, I, I, I imagine it's this moment where he feels like such a boss, where he's like, you know what? I'm going to get in there and I'm going to cook too alongside you guys. And so there was one episode where Gordon left the, the other judges and he went to the kitchen and started cooking. Everyone got an hour, but he stepped in 30 minutes. And so he had half the time everyone did. But just watching him cook, you could see that he's such a master at cooking, a master of flavors. And watching him do that, you could see that he had set his heart upon the art of cooking. And it's reflected in the way that he cooks. It's reflected in everything that he does. And in the same way, what our lives produce, the fruit that comes out of us, the things that we do, everything that we're about flows from what we decide to set our hearts upon. Is your heart set upon your work and your career and your success? Is your heart set upon meeting the love of your life? Is your heart set upon this or that? What is your heart set upon? If you look at your life, it's a good judge of what you have set your heart upon. And so as we kick off this year, we're entering into a short collection that we are calling With All My Heart. And it's all about setting our hearts on the things that really matter. Setting our hearts on the things of God the things that God really calls us to focus on. And it's going to be a really exciting collection. We actually have a friend, some of you might know her, Sarah Wallach from Los Angeles, C3 LA. She's going to be coming and preaching for us in two weeks. It's going to be really cool. But all that to say, we really feel like as we start this year, God is calling us to pay attention to what we set our hearts upon. Um, I want us to open up to 1 Chronicles twenty two nineteen. And this is David speaking to the Israelites. And this is what he says in this very short verse. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Let me read that again. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. You see, during this time, Israel was transitioning into a new season. The reign of King David, marked by war, marked by battling and fighting, was coming to an end. And they were transitioning to the reign of King Solomon, a time of peace. And they were building a temple to house the presence of God. And in the midst of this transition, this is the exhortation that David gives his people. Set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. See, David wanted his people to know in the midst of their transition from one season to the next, that the most important thing that they could do was to set all of their hearts and all of their souls on God and on seeking him. In other words, prioritizing him above all other things. And as we transition into the new year, I hear the call of David to set our hearts and our souls upon God, to seek our Lord with everything that's within us, to pursue him as the priority of our lives. See, our hope is not in our plans. It's in a person. 
And maybe the thing that God is challenging us to do as we head into the new year is to prioritize him above our plans, above our goals, and above our ambitions. I want to look to Luke chapter 10, 38 through 42. It's a rather famous story. It's about Jesus visiting the house of Martha and Mary. And I feel like it has something to speak to us about what we're talking about today. And this is how it goes. It says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. What's the story really about? Is it a story about competing personality types? You know, the planner makes sure everything's planned out in advance, in place for their guests, versus the go-with-the-flow, come-what-may spontaneous person? Or is it a story about different levels of responsibility, right? The hard worker versus the lazy one. I actually feel that it's a story about competing priorities. See, Martha was so concerned about her plans that she missed the presence of God. She prioritized the work of Jesus over Jesus himself. But Mary, she chose the better thing. Jesus says, you've chosen the better thing. Her heart's priority was sitting with Jesus, was being with him, was hearing him speak and letting him minister to her heart. Listen, it's not that the work isn't important. It's not that the things that Martha was doing didn't need to get done. The work is important. There are things that need to get done, things that we need to do. But the question is, what's the most important thing? What are we setting first in our hearts? What is the priority of our lives? You know, I think most of us take our, bra- our, our backs for granted. I certainly did before this week. You don't really understand how important your back is for everything that you do until you injure it. You know, this week I realized when my back is out of alignment, I can't walk. I can't stand. I can't get in and out of bed. I can't use the restroom. I can't shower, I can't dress myself, I can't take the dog out, I can't cook, I can barely even sit. And everything we do is affected when our backs are out of alignment. And I would propose that in the same way, everything that we do in our lives is affected when our priorities are out of alignment. St. Augustine I I believe he has this quote, I forget how it goes exactly, but something along the lines of he believed that the primary cause of the discontent in our lives is that our loves are out of order. He's saying if you ever find any discontent in your heart or in your life, it's not because the things you're pursuing aren't good. It's simply because your loves are out of order. 
And so it's not so much that we're loving the wrong things. I mean, we should love our families. We should love our work. We should love health and fitness. But the question is, are your loves in the right order? Are your priorities truly aligned to the heart of God? He once said, though something is good, it can be loved in the right way or in the wrong way. In the right way, that is, when the proper order is kept. In the wrong way, when that order is upset. And church, as we head into 2021, my heart for this community is that our loves would be ordered in such a way that we experience the life the way that God intended it. I don't want us to be so concerned about our plans that we miss the presence And as we go into 2021, my challenge to you is simple, but often hard for us to actually execute. It's to set our hearts wholly upon God, to make him the most important thing in our lives, to prioritize the things of God above everything else. And I feel like God's saying, just test me in that and see what happens. See what happens when you have ordered your loves according to my heart. When you have set your heart upon me and me first. Just see what happens in your life. And I feel like that's the invitation of God this morning for us to prioritize him above everything else. And this is not so much a practical message as it is a posture message. Just like my posture, my bad posture led me to pulling my back. If we don't approach this year with the right posture, with the right priority, then anything that disrupts our plans will disrupt our lives. But when we have our priorities set and our loves ordered in such a way that it aligns to the heart of God, whether our plans are disrupted or not does not affect our lives the same way. And that is the invitation of God this morning. And so prioritize the things of God above everything else. Maybe that means hopping back on the Bible lap and recommitting to your Bible reading plan. Maybe it means carving out time for prayer and reflection and meditation. Maybe it means recommitting to community with other believers and with the faith community. I feel like God is inviting us to start off the year right by placing our loves in the right order. St. Augustine also once said, real love knows how to love things in the right order. So that you do not love what is not to be loved, or fail to love what is to be loved, or have a greater love for what should be loved less. 99. Let's choose the better thing. Let's set our hearts and our souls upon the Lord. Let's make him the priority of our lives this year, and let's pursue him with all of our hearts. And let's, let's, let's fasten to the call of David. To set our heart and our soul upon seeking the Lord in 2021. Let's pray. God, this is something that maybe we know. Maybe this is a message we've heard again and again. Maybe it's the message that we preach to ourselves at the start of every year. And maybe we've failed. Maybe we've tried to prioritize you and 
we've tried to order our love for you in the highest position and maybe we've fallen short. But I just, I just hear your voice through your words saying that your mercies are new every morning. And that regardless of our history, regardless of our past failures or shortcomings, there is a new mercy and a new grace as we head into this new year to say, God, I want to set my heart upon you. And I want to pursue you with all my heart. I want to order my loves around the heart of God. I want to prioritize you above everything else. And so this morning, that's the cry of our hearts. The same cry that David cried. The same cry of the psalmist that said, better is one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere. The same cry of the psalmist that once said that there's one thing that my heart is after. There's one thing, and that's just to seek you, to see your beautiful face. God, let that be our heart's cry this year. Would you help us do it? And in the coming weeks, as we focus and rally our hearts upon the other things that you want our hearts to pursue, I pray, God, that you would give us the grace and the strength to run after you with all of our might, with all of our strength, and with all of our hearts. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.